spirituality without the fluff. Perspectives. Hello and welcome to this first episode of Perspectives. So, the whole point of the Perspective podcast and this series of podcasts is to give alternative, how would you say, like devil's advocate mindset towards certain areas of spirituality, mental health, development, all these sort of things that we are, we find ourselves being more and more drawn to. So one of the things that uh, that came up on a few studies that I was reading recently was actually the downsides of positive thinking. What is the opposite extreme? So one of the things that we have to take into consideration is excessive risk-taking. Being overly optimistic through studies have said will kill you early. And I know that sounds very morbid, but the fact of the matter is when we have that, don't worry, everything's going to be okay, we tend to become more excessive in our risk-taking, so we're more susceptible to accidents and even uh, susceptible to illness as well. For the simple reason being, we believe that everything's going to be okay all the time, so we don't check ourselves or we don't check the environment efficiently would be a good way. Think of it uh, something like free climbing or rock climbing without any safety, uh, safety ropes or any safety gear. Only when you've gone rock climbing for a couple of times, you actually realize it's a very bad idea. Believing that you're destined um, to be certain styles of people, like destined to be an entrepreneur, destined to be you know a business owner, we, we tend to throw all our money into these startup ventures in an industry where you really, unless you've got experience, you're just wiping out your savings. Um, and it's underestimating the risks of everything that comes along with these decisions. And that's what we call excessive risk-taking. The other variation of that is what's called optimism bias. When you believe that nothing can ever happen to you. It means that you're above it, you're too spiritual, you're too mentally prepared, you're, you know, everything... Everything's so optimistic that you don't look for any signs of danger. And that is a major, major issue in positive thinking. Um, a good analogy of that is like, uh, think of getting insurance for a home. Because you're confident that you're immune to bad fortune, you, you don't cover for the insurance of, say, like fire, flood, tornado, whatever hits your uh, neighborhood. And you might skip things like uh, dental checkups or physics because you're certain you'll be fine and you can miss out on really important preventative health care which can cause you long-term damage in the future. We we tend to take these things like excessive risk-taking and optimism bias as, you know, as minor aspects of it. But if you are taking these um, mindsets and these um, optimism biases, what you're actually doing is you're enabling and engaging in bad habits. People, as I said, in excessive optimism often feel invincible. That means you think it's okay if you want to have, you know, two or three extra glasses of wine, you know, smoke a pack of cigarettes or, you know, all these things that are not realistic about the consequences of your actions can be devastating when it comes to your health, wealth and even your relationships. So a study on uh, college students recently found that the, the, those that were too optimistic were more um, likely to engage in binge drinking 
um, compulsive gambling. And with that, it means that you're not actually getting the good habits of positive thinking, which is um, enough sleep. And um, being sleep provided actually leads to um, poor life choices. And not many people understand the benefit of sleep. We, yes, we go through, you know, we need seven hours, we need eight hours. But the other aspect of that is the fact that we make poor life decisions and choices when we are tired because we kind of have a shorter fuse, we're a wee bit more mentally frustrative. And in that moment, we, we tend to snap decisions. And that puts us in a scenario where we can't really learn and move forward from that, which is actually a really good intro into the next aspect of one of the eight major downsides of positive thinking, not learning from your mistakes. The power of positive thinking can trick you into believing that your past regressions weren't a big deal. This prevents you from learning from those errors and dooms you to repeat your mistakes. Learning from your mistakes is one of the biggest aspects of moving forward and growing as an individual within any field, within any area of work, within family life, social life, all these different narratives that we find ourselves predestined to be in. Think of like family situations, social situations. If we're not going to learn from our mistakes, it means that you're in a cycle of continuous errors. And then we tend to think, well, I'm doing this wrong or I'm doing something wrong. But the baseline of it is the way the universe, God, the cosmos, whatever you want to call it, whenever it works, it will continually set these obstacles, I think is the best word, and these um, areas of growth and learning in your face until you actually go through the learning of it and change your pattern. And that is one of the things that we tend to miss about the, the way our lives are. We unintentionally manifest everything about it. So if we're, as I say, completely optimistic, uh, biased, or we are engaging in these bad habits and we're not learning from our mistakes, the universe is going to keep us in this universal loop and it's going to keep throwing these lessons back up until we learn from them. One of the major life issues that comes from not learning mistakes or engaging in bad habits or even having an extreme optimism bias is the fact that you don't really address real life issues. If you don't process the emotion behind that or even after a traumatic event, it can set you up for massive amounts of mental health issues such as PTSD, all of these different aspects. So you have to understand that when we are going through these processes we have to go through the emotional processes with it and that prevents you from becoming inauthentic in what you're doing it's kind of like that person that you always and we see about it in um, celebrity worlds all the time where we see that person that's always happy-go-lucky always really upbeat and they are the first person that we're surprised when they say attempt a suicide or they actually go through that really dark area of life where they actually go to the point of suicide and it's always the people we least affect because they're being inauthentic what they're showing and what they're feeling is two different things and it's always got that um, oh everything's good everything's fantastic and moving forward and it prevents you from getting the support you need from friends and family if you're being authentic to say listen i'm having a bad day today or i'm having a consistent bad day can i have your advice can i have your shoulder can we just talk about this 
The other aspect with that, it means that you are not really, really preparing for the future. Individuals who work through things, um, some, some people are lucky and their whole life just falls into place. They just are that sort of mindset, and that sort of destiny, where everything just sort of falls into place. So what we have to understand is that when we're going through these different mindsets, we have to have a favorable plan for the future, a consistent effort of moving forward, say having that uh, rainy day fund, having that uh, little backup insurance, having that friend that we know we can turn to no matter what. Um, ignoring the warning signs behind that is one of the major reasons why we go through this stuff. So believing that everything is going to be okay, we can prevent ourselves from noticing and acting on any red flags. You may look overlook like um, physical symptoms, for instance, if we look at health, meaning that you don't get diagnosed as too late. Um, you may gloss over marital conflicts. You know, to the situation becomes unbearable, so therefore it ends up that you're so far separated from your spouse that you, you don't have a middle ground, and that's just a separation waiting to happen. Another one that I've uh, encountered a lot of is playing down somebody's drinking problems or addiction problems until they've got caught in the grips of that addiction and it's too late. And you can ignore that. Oh, he's just having a drink or she's just having a few drinks, she needs to unwind, she's having a bad day or a bad week. And you have to understand that that is literally setting you up for enabling somebody's addiction. And you have to get that into your head that you are... Uh, a catalyst for everything that goes around you. You are living in your reality based on your mindset and you have to be able to see your own imperfections as well as the people around you. Because if you look and you ignore symptoms of mental health conditions like depression, ADHD, your life's already out of control at that point because you've ignored the symptoms. And the people that we care about, if we ignore their symptoms and we enable their behavior, they're out of control too. Not dealing with things as we see these red flags is huge when it comes to uh, diagnosing and helping with bigger problems. So my, my message to you is, instead of positive thinking, develop accurate thinking. Develop the habit of being accurate, honest, disciplined in your thought process. And it's a critical component of being happy and successful in life. And that will come with anxiety because you're slightly out of your comfort zone. And that's okay. An appropriate level of anxiety helps us make better decisions. It prevents us from running into the streets as children, risking broken bodies, um, running headlong into toxic relationships and risking broken hearts. The bottom line is it's always best to balance optimism with planning for and preventing future trouble. And within the spiritual community, we have this rose-colored, as I call it, and any person who knows me, unicorn poop and furry dust aspect of mindset. So we have to understand that with growth comes anxiety, comes moments of change, because our bodies will like patterns. Our brain loves patterns. And being outside our comfort zone is pushing us through them patterns to change the outcome. And that's what I'm saying. Develop accurate thinking. Instead of going, right, today I'm going to 
create a business. Well, let's accurately think about that. What's it going to cost me? What's it, where's the time? Where's the effort? What's my resources? What's my skill set? Develop accurate plans. And in that moment, the positivity will come with it. So my baseline is don't go too um, over the side of positive thinking because it does have its downsides. You know, to break them down so you can understand them, uh, the first major one is excessive risk-taking. Second major one, optimism bias. Third, engaging in these bad habits. Fourth, not learning from mistakes. Five is inability to process your emotion. Six, being inauthentic. Seven, failing to prepare for the future. And eight, which is a really big one, ignoring warning signs. So if you want to make sure that you have a balanced life, not just over-optimistic or over-pessimistic, a balanced optimism. Use these eight key factors to analyze everything in your life and see if that works. I hope this has been an interesting variance for you because I'm usually the one who plays the devil's advocate. In this case, I'm doing exactly that. So if you have any other comments or any other little tips or techniques that you would like to share with the rest of the, the audience here, don't be afraid to drop a few messages on Instagram, I'll put up a little thread discussing the the perspectives on positive and mental attitudes, um, uh, positive and accurate thinking attitudes, I should say.